1: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Every weekday, watch
1: past episodes, too. The Dan Patrick Show, available anywhere you are, any way you want it. Welcome to The Dan Patrick Show, where the poll questions have taken a turn since the departure of McLovin.
3: Which would be worse, peeing your pants on the sidelines and then having to play the rest of the game 90-plus degrees or 30 or lower degrees? You know, I can't ask a tough question occasionally. One is swampy,
4: the other's freezing. Yeah, I'd rather be swampy than frozen. The problem with the
5: cold weather is you're going to be cold, then you're going to get about 20 seconds of warmth that you're like, oh, that feels good, (laughs) and then it's frozen. That is terrible.
4: Did you ever urinate in your uniform? Oh, yeah, pretty much every game. From the pee in the pants to the ball in the end zone. Touchdown! We're covering every aspect of the NFL playoffs. As a tribute to the listeners of this program. Broadcasting from the Mercedes-Benz Man King, this is Dan Patrick. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. A little drained, but I'm a warrior. I got to ramp it back up tonight. Cardinals at the Rams Monday Night Football Playoff Style. Best and worst of the weekend, as we always do. Give us a call, 877-3DP-SHOW, operator Marvin standing by. Also, tweets, emails are welcome as well. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com, Twitter handle at dpshow, 877-3DP-SHOW. Say good morning to Peacock, our streaming partner, and also iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, in nearly 400 cities around America, carrying this program. We'll have play of the day, stat of the day, and a poll question. I have that for you. Once again, if you're watching, Fritzy is Zooming in. He's still quarantined, and uh, we hope to have him by the end of the week. Bengals over the Raiders. Bills blow out the Patriots. Bucks over the Eagles. Niners survive Dallas. Chiefs blow out the Steelers. And you have Cardinals at the Rams coming up Monday Night Football. If it wasn't evident enough throughout the season, this weekend's wildcard games proved just how hard it is to beat an elite quarterback. The Bengals took down the Raiders thanks to some amazing throws by Joe Burrow. Bills embarrassed the Patriots behind Josh Allen. I did not know this at the time, but the Buffalo Bills are the first team in NFL history, regular or postseason, not to record a field goal attempt, a punt attempt, and not turn the ball over for the entire game. Stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? Stat of the day. They threw a perfect game is what the Buffalo Bills did. We'll have more on the Patriots coming up a little bit. So you have Josh Allen, Tom Brady, and the Buccaneers cruise to the win over the Eagles. Mahomes was great after the first quarter as the Chiefs handled the Steelers. And football, we know, is a team game, but you gotta have that quarterback. You gotta have somebody who's impactful. And in the playoffs, everything moves faster. These decisions have to be made quicker. Every decision is, you know, exacerbated. It doesn't affect elite signal callers, at least for the most part, it normally doesn't. Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts, it looked like they were in their first playoff games. But the quarterbacks may be able to win regular season games, but none of those offenses are designed to keep up with elite quarterbacks. And and we saw a lot of parity throughout the NFL season. But Wild Card weekend, a uh, not-so-subtle reminder, not all playoff quarterbacks are created equal. And you saw the Kansas City Chiefs. And I was wondering about this, not having a first-round bye. Now they face the Buffalo Bills. But, you know, Kansas City got off to a slow start. That's what happens usually when you have that bye and then you go into your next game. You're kind of trying to figure out what you're supposed to do and remember what you're supposed to do and get back into that playoff mode. And the Chiefs famously start out slow. And they did in this game. Now, of course, they blew out the Steelers, and you expected them to win that game. But this is one of those, you play that game as opposed to coming into Buffalo, that game with Buffalo, and you start out slow, it could cost you the game. You know, Green Bay and Tennessee are glad to have the weekend off, I'm sure, to get guys healthy. But then you got to get ready. 49ers have been playing playoff football for six weeks now. And they're going to be ready to go right away with the Green Bay Packers. Tennessee getting Derrick Henry back. And now you're facing a Cincinnati team. They're young. They don't know any better. They're going to be ready to go, fired up. And, you know, that's where you want to make sure that you're mentally playing playoff football when you get into your first game in the postseason. What's poll question
3: we're going with today, Paul? Uh, all right. This is a kind of a two-parter or a two-way to ask it. A lot of people were watching the Patriots the other night and they were getting smoked and they don't get smoked on national TV a lot, especially in the playoffs. So which loss as a fan did you enjoy watching more? The Patriots loss (laughs) or the Cowboys loss? No offense, but there's a lot of people who enjoy when either the Patriots or Cowboys lose. And both of those were painful fashions.
4: Well, the Patriots never had a chance. That one was just like, okay, this this one isn't. Now you were just kind of waiting to see if Buffalo would put a 50 burger on them. I guess
3: so the Patriots, didn't, didn't they score 50 a week ago? Yes. To have it turned around on national TV. I think they scored 50 twice this year. <laughs> but it's weird
4: to say a team that scores 50 twice didn't have enough offense to keep up with Buffalo. I just thought, you know, Buffalo's game plan was try to stop us. And I, I want Josh Allen to run. And, you know, you normally don't say, I want my elite quarterback to run, but he has to run. And when he does, he runs differently than other quarterbacks do. It, he can make you miss, but he's a big guy. He's not a slide guy. And, you know, it, it just ha- it, it helps him. Ma- it makes him more dangerous when he's able to run and also the ability to throw. Yes, Eden. Well, sometimes when you're watching him, you, you forget that he can run because yeah. they're throwing the ball, he's handing it off, and all of a sudden he takes off, and you're like, oh, crap, I forgot about that. <laughs> well, I don't know if everybody said that. Uh, oh, well, some people. Yeah, just Patriots <laughs> fans probably went, oh, crap.
5: Patriots fans probably said, oh, crap.
4: Uh, I don't know if there's that much vitriol <laughs> with the Patriots now across the country. Feels like the Cowboys, you either – Love them or, man, did you love the way they lost yesterday? (laughs) I'm going to say the Cowboys, that loss, more people enjoyed that. And the way they lost as well. They would probably say, yeah, Cowboys. I mean, the Patriots, they're not as threatening. You know, you don't have Tom there. And even Patriot fans were spinning this going, yeah, but they couldn't beat us with Tom. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you got that chip. Good. Yeah. Good luck with that. Okay. <laughs> I I would say people more people enjoyed the Cowboys' loss. What else do you have, Paul? Okay, same question. Oh, which
3: is the worst, worst way to lose—the way the Patriots lost or the Cowboys lost? Same answer. Like yes. if you're if you're
4: oh oh yeah yeah if if we're done and we're just getting pasted, it's like all right, come on, keep keep doing it. You yep. score another touchdown, we don't care. Would you rather be humiliated or
3: incompetent? Is kind of the way that that poll question's oh. I could take this one. I've been both. Oh. Uh, <laughs> when when you think when you when you think for years, we could have had that one. You know, the, the Mac Jones isn't is sitting there going, you know, if we just had that one play in the third quarter, yeah. we would have got it.
4: Nobody is second guessing <laughs> the, the Patriots going, you know, if you if, if uh, Mac Jones gets that touchdown pass at 7-7, seven, seven, who knows? Nobody's saying that today. Dallas fans, football fans are all diagramming, dissecting, got an opinion on that last play. And if you're looking at levels of blame – First of all, let me start with 14 penalties. You're the most penalized team in the NFL. And 14, you know, there's so many penalties that they they weren't judgment calls. It was your offsides. Um, You're holding that uh, offensive lineman. Like, it just felt like Dallas did their best to keep the Niners alive. And in the final quarter, the Niners did their best to keep the Cowboys alive. Yeah, Yes. Well, I don't remember exactly
3: where it was in the game, but the Cowboys had that moment where they were going to go for it on fourth or they were faking it. And then they were swapping out their uh, The kicking team was going to come out and they were trying to, you know, get the 49ers to jump offside. And then they ended up getting a delay of game penalty. They
4: couldn't get that figured out. Yes, there were penalties that were just out of stupidity that, you know, you can't make these mistakes and it caught up with them. But if you start with Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, by the way, Dak is getting bailed out for having a terrible game because of that last call because people are forgetting Dak, you score seven points in the first three quarters at home. Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator. I don't have a problem with the call. I don't. Because, but if they, you can't tell me that you practice that. If, it, so you've got 14 seconds, you're at the 40 yard line. All right, he wants to get it into an area where I can throw a pass, not a jump ball. Now they're covering the sidelines and he goes up the middle. Okay, but you can't tell me you practice the play if you don't know what protocol is. And that is, Dak has to find the line judge and say, here you go. That's it. And the line judge is trying to get to the ball. You give it to your center, and then the official has to come. Like, you you can't tell me you practice that because the center is lining up. You should know. Tony Romo was great in the moment. And Tony Romo hasn't been playing football for five years. And he said, no, no, you got to give it to the official. Give it to the official. Like, he knew it. And, and, you know, that's what perplexed me when Mike McCarthy's trying to tell you, yeah, we practice that. Well, if you practice that, you have to go, hey, by the way, you know, if it comes down to final, you know, two seconds, three seconds, give the ball to the official. He has to spot it. But that official is behind you. You know that he's trailing on the play. You just ran 15 yards. Here's Mike McCarthy on the quarterback draw. We
2: call them thresholds and you know, fill position what yard line you're at and what you're trying to get to, too, based on you know, defense that they were, they were playing. They were in a sideline defense, so they were protecting the sidelines, and so that was the best option to be able to get the ball. I mean, it's, it's like anything else. You, do you want to be running the Hail Mary play from the 50-yard line or you want to be running five verticals from the 25-yard line? So that's the decision. It's the right decision. You know, it's just like anything. It's the execution between us and the officiators putting the ball obviously wasn't in tune. We shouldn't have had any problem getting the ball spotted there. Is that the quote you're looking for?
4: Here's Dak Prescott on handing the ball to the referees.
6: Yeah, I mean, no, we've practiced it. You handed it, you handed it to the to the center, the umpire. All he has to do is usually come in and tap the ball. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, don't don't know, don't necessarily know exactly why the why the hit happened. I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I know he's going to come in and touch the ball. Uh, I don't, I, we can say, yeah, he needs to be close to the ball or whatever. But um, in hindsight. Um, just tough, just, yeah, tough, tough to, tough to accept.
4: Well, he's trailing on the play. You're, you're running the ball down. Now the official who's twice Dak's age is running down to get somehow in between a couple of linemen so he can spot the ball. The center doesn't even spot the ball correctly. The official has to move it back. They try to cheat like a yard. Oh, what a mess. What a mess. And, yes, Jerry Jones had something to say after the game.
6: Well, I think this is a time that uh, when you get this combination of players together, you need to uh, have success because we all know how it goes in the NFL. The whole thing is set up, take away from the best, and add to the ones that need
4: improvement. And personnel-wise, I think we have the best. All right. We are not surprised that Dallas lost this game. The way they did – we're surprised. But I brought this up on Friday, brought it up on Thursday. Is there a scenario if Dallas loses that Dallas would then elevate Kellen Moore to becoming the next head coach of the Cowboys? But, you know, they, they're probably going to lose Kellen Moore. They're probably going to lose Dan Quinn. They're, they're two assistant coaches. This set up perfectly for Dallas. You have two really good coordinators Dan Quinn, as I told you last week, and it was verified this weekend, is the leading candidate for the Broncos job. Kellen Moore is being interviewed for a couple of jobs there. And you you have a good offense. You have impact players on defense. You had home field advantage. This set up as well as any scenario for the Cowboys in recent memory. And then you beat yourself. You do stupid things. You let the 49ers manhandle you for the first three quarters. You let Jimmy Garoppolo beat you. And of course, Jimmy Paulie was great yesterday. He goes, man, I just get the feeling Jimmy's going to give one up. <laughs> it's like four minutes later, it's like, uh-oh! And then you go, the Niners are doing their best to give Dallas a chance to win this game. Yes, Paulie.
3: It, it felt like that's the bailout of the weekend yeah. is Garoppolo because he had a nice first three quarters, but that pass, he could have thrown anywhere else in the stadium. Oh, he could have thrown it God. down. He could have taken a knee. He could have slid and mm-hmm. run the clock. Um, but the Dallas thing, when, when you see the ref in the moment running up, did it feel like a lack of urgency by everybody? Dallas, too. like Their linemen half are, half are lined up. They're blocking people.
4: Well, I think the tight end, Schultz is not even quite sure of getting up to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Like It just felt like, well, we got some time here. We
3: got some time here. Yeah, Paul. Uh, down, the Niners are up 23-17, and they're trying to run down the field and you know get a couple first downs and run out the clock and they got third down pass uh, a penalty on dallas illegal hands to the face a couple plays later randy gregory decides to tackle an offensive lineman they gave him a couple first down dallas to be a penalty i know
4: just stupid stuff Mike check hey. Mike check do
3: hey. you want exclusive insight from the biggest names in the sports game what's good this is national
6: champion and former pro baller chris johnson let me tell you a little bit about my new series,
0: KJ Live.
6: KJ Live is the only show featuring me going one-on-one with the brightest basketball minds on the planet to get the real.
2: And when I say real, I mean that real. I got
6: legendary Hall of Famers, elite coaches, and the top basketball insiders bringing you a unique perspective on all things hoops culture that you will not find anywhere else. To so make your next move your best move and tap in with me
7: on KJ Live wherever Get your podcast from.
1: Be sure to catch the live edition of The Dan Patrick Show, weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: It's, you can't debate it.
3: I would try it. No, least.
4: you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces.
5: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
4: I would like to hear from him under better circumstances. Let's put it that way. But as far as content, it's probably better to hear him this way. The return of Shay in Irving. Hi, bud.
2: I can't handle it anymore, Danny. I can't. I just can't understand it, you know? The amount of talent wasted I know. by Kellen Moore and McCarthy. Those two bums. Not ready for primetime, Danny. They both need to take a seat. And I don't even mind that last play. I don't mind it. I don't care. Dak wasn't hitting anybody 35, 40 yards out. I don't care how many shots you're going to give him. I like going weird. And maybe getting the first down, but you got to get down faster, and you got to realize you got 65 year old AARP members, part time refereeing. They're never going to get to you in time. There's no reason to not see that coming. McCarthy has got to go back to the basement, Danny. Adios, fat man.
4: <laughs> Good to have you back.
2: The Penalties, Danny. I know. The okay. like I can't the... even see straight.
4: You were the most penalized team in the NFL. And, and you know, the, if Cowboy fans want to blame the officials. A lot of these penalties were just, hey, you're offsides or... Uh, Seven pre-snap penalties. Seven, Danny. Yes. Seven pre-snap penalties. And
2: everywhere that fat man goes, none of his teams are disciplined. Not a one. Go to Green Bay. And by the way, by the way, he got one ring with Aaron Rodgers, and we think he's the messiah. And Dak is making way too much money to be playing the way he played. I'm beside myself, Danny. But at least y'all lost Pearl. That's got to be good news,
4: huh? (laughs) Uh, The seat is open.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, easy shoes to fill, I can tell you
4: that. Do you think Mike McCarthy's job is in jeopardy with Jerry?
2: Oh, Jerry Mad, Jerry Big <laughs> Mad. The fat man's in trouble.
4: How about we go Portly? Let's go Portly. Let's go Portly.
2: Well, I know, Danny, he's morbidly obese. <laughs> it should be talked about, pointed out. That's a problem. He's an awful coach. He just You tell me, I mean, how in the world, how in the world do you end a game? That's the end of your season. That's what you do.
4: I wouldn't have hired him. I wouldn't have hired him in the first place.
2: Me neither. Keep him in the basement. Do whatever you got to do with the film and your unemployment check. I don't care. He is not a good coach.
4: Are you okay with Kellen Moore becoming the head coach?
2: Absolutely not. kid, my you-know-what. He needs a whole sack of humility. He should eat that for the next year. He ain't ready for primetime, Danny. That game plan was bad. You know how dumb I am. I just want to run the damn ball. But even I understood what San Francisco can do on the defensive end. And when you have to protect the quarterback, and Dak has to make throws, that's a fact. None of that happened.
4: Yeah, I think that uh, we we're glossing over that how bad Dak was because of that. It was awful. I know that last play. Sure. People are forgetting that Dak scores seven. That offense scores seven points in the first three quarters at home. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're going to be every, every, every freaking year, Danny. Are you going to be watching football, or are you done?
2: I mean, I got money on it, Danny. I'm going to have to watch. I have oh. a choice.
4: All right How you I'm been, by them. the way, aside from this? How's the, how's the uh, family? I
2: mean, I got three daughters and a wife that don't work. Danny, how do you think I am?
4: <laughs> well, God bless you and the three daughters there. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, I'd still like to have a drink with you. I, you know, I put that invitation out. Come on. Down. Come on now! No, I do can't do it right now. Right now, I can't. I can't do it right now. But Three I hounds at nine thirty, Danny. Let's get weird. Are you off today? <laughs> Work.
2: That's funny. That's real funny. I'm in mourning, Danny. I can't even see straight. I am gonna go get hammered, though, if you want to.
4: Well, if, if you're in my neighborhood, I, uh, yeah. I, I'd love to, to have a, a beer with you. All right, you go. You might be in the brown stuff, though, right? Oh, yeah. Our <laughs> liquor's coming early. <laughs> well, it's great to hear from you. Yeah, whatever, Danny. Thank you, Shay. That's uh, Shay and Irving. I texted him right after the game, and I said, unbelievable. And he said, I can't, I can't see straight. And uh, (laughs) I thought, is this cruel to have him on? And then I thought, well, it might be, but it's good content. And then I thought, okay, I'm going to give him an opportunity to tell the world how he feels. And uh, it's been two years, I think. Now, I stay in touch with him, but uh, that's going to be a long day. Long day. Yeah, Paul.
3: Seems like he's doing okay. <laughs> his anger issues seem to be a little, a little better than they used to be. Yeah. That's a toughie last night, though. That's his. Well, because in previous
4: years, your hopes aren't this high. Like you go, oh, okay, it's the Cowboys. Hey, we got a chance. You have home field. You know, the, the Niners were one of those teams that was sneaky good. And people were nervous about facing the Niners because the Niners travel. You know, they can run good defense. They didn't even have their best defensive players. Bosa was out. Warner was out. I, I, It just it boggles me that you couldn't take advantage of any of that. You can watch us live or stream us on the Peacock app. Uh, Tom E. Curran covers the Patriots. Uh, he's a frequent guest on the program. Patriots insider for NBC Sports in Boston. I saw on social media where Tom was going into Dunkin' Donuts, and he locked his car. The car was running, and the, and he had a dog in in the uh, car, went in to get his coffee, and came out, didn't realize that he had locked the doors. And his spare keys, I think, were in the car. <laughs> so everybody's looking at him like, you, you locked yourself out of your car, there's a dog in there. <sighs> Tom, you... You don't have your spare keys in the car. And you
6: don't have your spare set of keys in the car as well. Yes. So, <laughs> that if your house just a mile away needs to be beckoned, they can bring you the spare set.
4: When did you know you were in trouble when you uh, locked, locked the keys in and the dog was in the car?
6: when I went to open the door. Oh. And it well, I think I might have seen that the button was down a little bit. Oh boy. And then you just clicked, okay, keys in car, car running.
4: <laughs> and dog just sitting there like this. <laughs> Wait, you you can't have the car running in the first place you live in the mean streets of connecticut i know Uh, but are you worried somebody is is going to break into your car and and... no
6: i mean it's the dunkin donuts it's not it wasn't far it's like right i was parked against the window i know i'm just i don't know how hard it is to press the button and turn it off and then press the button to turn it back on
4: Oh and and that feeling when you're looking inside you got your coffee and your dog is going hey come on let's go and uh, everybody's looking at you yeah yeah
6: and then when and then when the key guy comes because you know <laughs> those guys are constantly experiencing the morons of life and they come like you don't have a spare set
4: no it's in there <laughs> okay keep your head up uh how did you think this game was going to play out
6: i thought it was going to be a convincing buffalo win dan they're a better team i think that certainly in the second matchup if you remember tim graham from the athletic and a few other reporters quoted josh allen leaving the field at gillette stadium saying who the fudge did they think i was (laughs) meaning they didn't take him seriously enough and they haven't really taken him seriously enough. And I think the bills had that edge to them where, look, the Patriots are plus three out of four. They're not as good as us. What are we doing here? We're going to steamroll these guys. So I said, had 27 uh, to 13.
4: Was this a good year
6: for the Patriots? It was a good year. It was a good year because they found some things, especially the quarterback position, um, they got some improvement from some key players, but it was a horrendously disappointing finish. I mean, they ascended to the number one seed. Remember, we, I wrote a, hey, why not us? Call them. Maybe the <laughs> Patriots and the Bucks will meet in the Super Bowl. Um, why not them? Because they're not really that great. You know, the only teams that they beat were either completely diminished by injury, Tennessee, um, for example, or overmatched the Jets. I mean, they outscored the Jets. Um, Jaguars and they put up 45 in the Browns by like 136 to 20. So that's a lot of what inflated those numbers where people are saying Patriots have one of the best offenses in the NFL. No, they don't. They're just track meet against bad teams. You think you have your quarterback? They have a quarterback, Dan. They have a quarterback. I don't know if he's the quarterback, but he will be the quarterback for five years, certainly. um, And they're going to have to figure a way to to build around him. I think that's what's interesting about this. You you watch, you know, Mahomes or Josh Allen or to throw in Aaron Rodgers, you know, as a mobile guy, or or Olimar Jackson or Justin Herbert, they bring that dimension to it. You know, Herbert's not only fast, but he's got a weapon. Same thing as Allen. Mac Jones isn't very mobile and he's challenged in terms of arm strength compared to the rest of the league. So, you better put some players around him and have a defense that's not going to let up a touchdown every single drive to the main competition in your division. So, it's not going to be as much, in my estimation, Dan, about Mac Jones as it's
4: going to be about how well do the Patriots finally figure out how to draft at the receiver position. I like him. I don't love Mac Jones because yep. I think the the ceiling for him is limited. He can be he can be good, but it's almost got to be a system that makes him better than what he really is because that's throwing people open um I don't know if he had, you know, maybe he uh, has that internal clock that Brady had, and you know what you're doing, when you're supposed to, like all of those intangibles. I'd still like to have some tangibles with my quarterback here, and I don't know how many tangibles I have with Mac Jones.
6: Yeah, it's kind of a deadly combination. If you're not mobile and your arm's not that strong, that's going to ask a lot of your brain. It's going to ask a lot of your aptitude and it's going to ask a lot of your accuracy. Fortunately, he checks those boxes, but he has to improve his arm strength. I mean, you can see it. It's palpable, Uh, you know, on some of the throws to the outside, you know, on the downfield throw to Aguilar, I, I didn't hate it. The one that got picked by Micah Hyde, but people weren't wrong when saying if it was three feet further out in front of him, then it's either his catch, Aguilar's or nobody's.
4: We're talking to uh, Tom Kern. Looks like you're an extra in the departed. Um, tough guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah you look I
6: know cool. it's coming to that time of year, though. I mean, once the season ends, all bets are off. You <laughs> <laughs> <It> really let yourself with a pot.
4: The uh, Patriots insider for uh, NBC Sports Boston. Um, we just assume that Belichick's going to continue to coach, right? He said that that is what he expects to do yesterday on his season-ending conference call. So, yeah, he'll be back. And he turned 70 in a couple of months. Turned 70 in April.
6: Okay. I mean, the Patriots, it's interesting because, you know, the Patriots over the last three years have, in 2019, the last year Brady got whisked out at home by the Tennessee Titans in the playoffs, didn't make the playoffs with Cam Newton, at quarterback, no real plan in place for the quarterback position. Then they went on, you know, a record spending spree, this offseason they found a quarterback they found a a running back in the draft in Stevenson and a good defensive lineman in Barmore but in the end their free agent acquisitions Judon was good for three quarters of the year Kendrick Bourne was good all year Aguilar wasn't good John Smith was non-existent and Hunter Henry was good there's a few other guys they picked up too Jalen Mills but in the final analysis it wasn't an A shopping spree by Bill. It was probably a B or a B minus. But the team's been renovated a bit, but you still look at it and say, it's three years of declining returns. Do you, is there a point at which Robert Kraft says, you know what? I don't know who my defensive coordinator is. We can't stop the best team in the division. I wonder if Robert Kraft ever scrutinizes the option of, maybe maybe we need a reboot too.
4: Handicap the AFC playoff picture now. uh, If I gave you Buffalo or the field.
6: I would take uh, the field because I think the Kansas City defensively can really be swarming. And again, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger couldn't throw it, you know, to the water from the end of the dock at this juncture. However, I think if you look at what Kansas City has done in so many big games, I think they can can run with – a lot of teams defensively, and certainly the way they exploded against a good Pittsburgh defense. See, the Patriots aren't a good defense, so don't 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 get it twisted on what you saw Saturday night. It's always great to talk to you, Tom. This was a nice visit. This was
4: really buttoned down. Good start to the week. I hope everybody enjoys it. Well, you get to still root for your boyfriend, Tom, in the playoffs, so everything's okay. I know. Yep. I know. Yep, Tommy. Actually, oh, Tom, Tom, Tommy. You're gonna buy some of those uh, Brady uh, sweatshirts that he's selling. I got it on sale. I got the T-shirt for forty-five. I like it, hot, <laughs> very hot. Did you see that, the prices. Thank you, Tom. Did Thanks. you see the prices? Dan? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Eye popping. But you know what happens? Sometimes you just raise the price because then it makes it seem like, oh my god, I gotta have that. Like. Of course, I want a, a you know a two hundred dollars sweatshirt that just says Brady across it. That happens to you, yeah. Well, but not me. But I still think Belichick needs to have a clothing line where it's ripped. You know, like they have distressed looks. He has distressed written all over him, and you then know. and then maybe you have like a twenty five dollars sweatshirt. Like like he goes low end to try to Do cut you know out Brady's knees. Make? Dan, this has
6: been my idea for him. It's pre-cameo. I've had this idea for 15 years. It's called Bellagrams. He just leaves voicemails for people. Hey, it's Bill. How you doing? Uh, Happy birthday. The people would pay $30,000 for that. Bellagrams. Mark it down. Thanks, Tom. See you, bud. Bye, buddy. Have a great week. Tom Curran.
0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
4: As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime
1: Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime.
4: Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Carson Palmer's weekly appearance during the NFL season brought to you by our friends, our partners, Level Select CBD. Looking for next level relief? Visit LevelSelectCBD.com. Carson Palmer, uh, three of his former teams were in the playoffs Bengals, of course, advancing uh, against your Raiders. And now you have the Arizona Cardinals tonight against the Rams. Let's start with the Bengals. What do you see with Joe Burrow as a former quarterback looking at a current quarterback?
7: I think the thing that jumps out to me most is just his calmness. And it's since, you know, since his first start as a rookie, he just has a certain poise and calmness in the pocket that can't be taught. It can't be coached. It can't be worked on. It can't be improved. You either have that and and you only notice it when things break down and there's chaos around him. He doesn't, even from, again, that first start as a rookie, he doesn't freak out and look to get rid of the ball and potentially throw it into the opposing team's hands. He stays cool. He stays calm. Uh, he throws it away when he's supposed to. He takes a sack when he's supposed to. He just doesn't make that big mistake or that big turnover. And that's been consistent since we, we started watching him play at LSU.
4: And then you have Jamar Chase and I guess the benefits of having somebody that you're basically the same age as, whereas, you know, Aaron has Devontae Adams. Like we have separation in ages sometimes, but how much of a benefit is that or is it a benefit that you have somebody who's basically learning as you're learning?
7: Yeah, and and more importantly, the the time on task with each other. I mean, the, those guys, you can see it. I mean, Joe's letting the ball go before Jamar's finish, you know, breaking at the top of his route. The rhythm and timing of their natural uh, passing game together is spectacular. It looks like they've been doing it for a while together, and it's there's a reason for that. It's because they have been doing it for a while together.
3: The
4: Kansas City Chiefs last night scored five touchdowns in around 11 minutes of game time
7: that's that's the chiefs that we're used to seeing. I mean the, the whole first half of the season we did not see that. We saw every uh, opposing team sit back and play coverage and play in two deep shells and force Patrick to check the ball in and we've been hearing about it all season. And then you saw the the transition and and the transgression of of mahomes deciding okay i can't always look for tyreek hill on a deep over route and try to hit kelsey up the scene and he got he's gotten better it's developed his game we've seen patrick mahomes develop more in this year than any other year of his career and and Mm. he there's been more development than his mvp years than his super bowl years prior he is developing more and understanding taking what the defense has given him uh at this stage in his career and it's been really fun to watch and then all of a sudden you're seeing Patrick Mahomes realize all those checkdowns I was throwing and all those getting the ball out of my hands quick throws now we saw last night him getting the benefit of taking those checkdowns which is the defense sucks up and comes up and plays those checkdowns and you saw him hitting some of those deeper and more intermediate routes last night
4: I normally don't want to encourage my quarterback or hope that he runs more. But with Josh Allen, it just feels like he needs, he needs to do that. Um, and, and he runs differently than Lamar Jackson does. But, but it's, there's something about that weapon that I, as much as I worry, because he does take on contact, like how, do, how can you run that way and have a, a, a prolonged career?
7: Well, you don't want to take away from his strength. I mean, that is that that running ability opens up that Buffalo offense, and it opens up the rest of his game. And you do not want to take that away from the guy. He's built for it. He's not 195 pounds. He's all of 240 pounds, 250 pounds, where a lot of those guys that are tackling him weigh less than him. So, you know, there's you're, you're right. I mean, there's something, too. You don't want to put the franchise at risk every time he takes off past the line of scrimmage but at the same time, that's his game. That's what got him here. That's what's got the, that team this far in the playoffs. You don't want to tell him, hey, 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 we're paying you to throw it. We're not paying you to run it. You want to let him, you know, you know, maximize the strength of his game, but also be smart. And to this point, he's been smart. He's gotten down. He hasn't taken on hits. We have seen him hurdle guys and jump over guys. You can't take that away from You know, you can't tell a dog not to bite. Those things naturally happen and, and you know, you don't wanna see him rush for 150 yards fifteen out of seventeen weeks, but you'd also don't want to tell you know, tell him, Whoa, 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 you're we're paying you to throw the ball.
4: Yeah, it's just such a weapon. And you know, when you see him run, then you go, Oh my god, that's why he runs, because it's not he doesn't like run out of desperation. It's like he knows I'm a weapon deal with me and not that that mattered with New England I mean the way Buffalo played I mean that doesn't happen to Bill Belichick they
7: they threw Buffalo threw a perfect
4: game on offense
7: yeah I mean we, we don't see Belichick get blown out in the first quarter ever especially against you know especially when you talk about you know two AFC East teams I mean those teams know each other inside and out yeah. Bill Belichick has been drumming the Buffalo Bills for the last 20 years but it, I'm not gonna lie; it is kind of fun to watch Belichick, you know, with his hood on, with his face cover up, <laughs> and seeing him down 21 to three early. I mean, that was fun. We don't get to see that very often.
4: <laughs> well, okay, which loss do you think more people enjoyed, the Patriots or the Cowboys?
7: I think the Patriots. I mean, the, the Cowboys. We've kind of we're used to seeing an early playoff exit. Um, they haven't been as dominant as the Patriots. Pa- the Patriots and Belichick have just been so dominant. I think the entire country was happy to see that, other than the Patriot fans. Obviously, I think most of, most of the U.S. was happy to see Belichick head home in the first round.
4: All right, explain the final play for the Cowboys that Dak said they they practice it, but do you practice it the way you're supposed to? And that is making sure that official touches the ball so you can you know. Uh, Spike it.
7: That that right there is what goes through every quarterback's head in the two-minute drill. Can I take off and run it? Can I complete this ball in bounds? Because the, the X factor in all of the games is the referee. Whether you as a, a team, and organization, you know, make the game close enough to where a ref can screw it up for you and make the bad call, or you make the clock situation so close that the ref can screw it up and knock you out of the way and almost fumble the ball. I mean, that's why coaches harp all the time and you're starting to see it over the last handful of years when receivers and running backs have the ball, they are running the ball physically to the ref in a two minute situation, gingerly handing it to the ref because most refs are going to fumble it and drop it and their hands are cold and they're not used to touching the ball. But that's, that's the game right now. I mean, in a two minute situation, do we put the game in the ref's hands where the ref can make a call or throw a flag and we could win or lose off of that poor decision or right decision? And can Dak take off and run and get the ball clocked with enough time for one play left? I mean, at, at the end of the day, i playing for Bruce Arians in Arizona. He would always harp on it. Do not let a ref screw this for us. The refs will screw this up one way or another. Do not let them screw it up. And unfortunately, that's what happened in Dallas.
4: Okay. The play itself. Got any problem with the play that was drawn up?
7: No, because if it worked and there was two seconds left on the clock, it would have been brilliant and heads up. And and then, everyone, you know, had they thrown a Hail Mary for the touchdown, McCarthy would have been this genius that had been coming up with all these in-game scenarios of practicing this and that. At the end of the day, you know, it's probably not the right decision. Um, it's something you can work on, and it works half the time. It doesn't work the other half. Just unfortunately, what we saw happen was it didn't work that half of the time for the for the Cowboys.
4: Yeah, but I wonder about this, that um, when you're practicing, are, do you practice where the quarterback gives it back to the center, or do you give it to the official in that moment?
7: You've got to give it to the official because the official has to spot the ball. The center cannot spot it. So again, you're putting yourself... At the refs win. Yeah. If the ref screws it up and fumbles it and the ball bounces, you know, 10 or 15 more yards, and then the opposing defense, if they're smart, they'll probably kick it another three or four yards and hopefully not get get a penalty for that. But I just think in this day and age, you cannot put the game in the ref's hands. The game needs to be determined by the players and putting putting yourself and your team in that situation where you then have to get up from the slide and transfer the ball from your hands to the ref to the center to the spot. There's too many logistics, too many things that can go wrong like we saw.
4: Talking to Carson Palmer, former NFL quarterback, his weekly appearance brought to you by LevelSelectCBD.com. Any issues with Jimmy Garoppolo?
7: No. I mean, I think um, I, I think it was really telling. At the end of the game when they, on I think it was 3rd and 11, they, they motioned Debo in the backfield and on 3rd and 11 handed the ball off to a receiver tells you all you need to know about the confidence that Kyle Shanahan has (laughs) in Jimmy Garoppolo. Well,
4: wait, but you don't have any issues with Garoppolo?
7: As far as, you know, I I think Jimmy's a nice player. I I think he's a good player. I think the future of the San Francisco 49ers is wearing number five standing on the sidelines. Um, But, you know, that that interception that Jimmy threw where he just, you know, that's a ball you can't miss. You, You can't be, outside the pocket with nobody around you and throw the ball five feet over a guy's head in the playoffs. That, that's just, there's enough of those that have happened that tell me when I see Kyle Shanahan on third and 11 for the game, hand the ball off to a receiver, that's the amount of confidence he has in Jimmy G. And he knows he's a good enough coach and that that team is well, you know, there's good enough players on defense. There's good enough players surrounding Jimmy on offense that he can get away with it. But we can all see the future of the San Francisco 40, 49ers, and that's in Trey Lance.
4: Handicap Cardinals-Rams tonight. What's it come down to?
7: Well, I just think ever since DeAndre Hopkins has been on the sideline with a knee injury, everything's been different. Um, the first couple times, uh, you know, when, when DeAndre's in the lineup, the, the first time the, the Cardinals played the Rams, it wasn't even close. The, the Cardinals drummed the Rams. This time, it's just different. Since since we've seen DeAndre, uh, we have not seen that security blanket. We have not seen the same explosive offense that we're used to seeing. The Cardinals are are good enough on defense. They do have enough game records, guys like Chandler Jones, Buda Baker on defense to make a game-changing play. Um, But I'm not gonna lie, I am concerned about my cards. I, I, I don't like us without DeAndre. I have not seen enough explosiveness on offense without DeAndre. And I'm, I'm unfortunately, uh, I'm unfortunately seeing the the Rams go into, go on and win this game, and then probably go to go to uh, Green Bay next week.
4: I think they go to Tampa. I th- I think the winner goes to Tampa. That okay. Niners are going to Green Bay.
7: Okay, even, even better. Um, but yeah, I just don't, I just don't see the firepower. I don't see Kyler has not been the same player. He is not. Uh, been as dominant, he has not thrown for as many yards. They have not scored as many points since DeAndre has been out of the lineup. And I don't know if they can get past the Rams tonight.
4: Playoff wins in the last twenty-five seasons: Jake DeLome, five, Trent Dilfer five, Mark Sanchez four, Brad Johnson four, Colin Kaepernick four, Dallas Cowboys three. <laughs> Ouch.
7: Ouch! 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 You know, I, I watched uh, Jerry Jones' press conference after the game. And I don't know what's going to happen with McCarthy. I mean, this he said it after the game. This is one of the most depressing losses that he's seen his Cowboys have in as long as he can remember. We all know he's quick with the trigger on on coaches. We all know he always thinks the grass is greener with another coach. He said it, I mean, when the owner comes out and says, we've got great players, we've got a great talent of pool of players here. That is a direct finger point right between the eyes of the head coach. So I think these next 48, 72 hours are going to be interesting to see what happens in in Dallas. But if you're Dak,
4: do you have to go to bat for your head coach?
7: I think so. I mean, Dak had a successful year. Dak played well. Dak put up great numbers. Um, And McCarthy's an offensive guy. And and I know Kellen Moore is calling the plays, but everything is flowing through game plan wise through McCarthy. So, you know, I, I think I think you'll see Dak. That's the type of player he is. That's the type of teammate he is. He's always had his coaches back. I think I think Dak will have some nice things to say about McCarthy. But at the end of the day, there's one guy making choices in Dallas, and that's Jerry Jones.
4: Thank you, Carson. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Dan. That's Carson Palmer brought to you by the CBD trusted by professional athletes. Level Select CBD provides targeted relief, helps treat everyday discomfort when you need it the most. LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DP30. That will give you $30 off your entire order. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota.